Hello, this is Nerd Cage Live, and we just wanted to thank you for listening to this audio-only version of the show. And be sure to subscribe here and over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash nerdcagelive. You're now about to witness the strength, oh yeah, of geek knowledge. Yes, hello, welcome, that's right, once again, you are trapped in Nerd Cage Live, this channel is a celebration of all things pop culture, including our man, Spider-Man. Please hit that like button. Please subscribe. I'm your co-host, J.S.A.G., certified geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from yours truly, the land of Tom Cruise, Syracuse, New York. And- Isn't that the land of Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish, well, New York City is not Syracuse. New York City. We're just like, we're up four hours from there. And y'all know him. He is our moderator in Trollhammer. Stronger than the DK Banana Slammer. You can't stop it. You can't crop it. You can't top it. Like a B-52 bomber, he's going to drop it. He's a Nerdcage Live Gaming prophet. Born from the Atomic Seed in the Titanium Womb. It is Joe from Fall One Gaming. Please introduce... Our fantabulous friend. Yes, we have the one, the only, the legendary, Tabmok99. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for having me. Not too many people know this, but I actually have the proportional strength and the agility of a spider. So I'm very glad to be here. When did, nice. you, get, when did you get bit? When did you get bit? <laughs> you know what? You know how the average person like swallows eight spiders a year in their sleep? I actually get bitten by eight radioactive spiders a year, so I just keep getting more and more powerful. Nice. <laughs> it makes sense because your subscriber count keeps climbing, and your presence around the internet keeps climbing, and of course you keep coming to nerd, coming back to Nerdcage Live, climbing. Like Dude, thank you so much there. for having me here. Absolutely, it's a, definitely always a pleasure having you on board with us, uh, Mr. Tabmunk. Uh That being said, before we get started. Joe, who we got in the chat tonight? In the chat tonight, we have ourselves and Sunzilla2008. Hey, it's good to see you again, and uh, we appreciate everybody being here. Obviously, before and, we... Yes. And we got, and we got one more. <laughs> all right, all right. I love it. I love it. Everybody's... They're all coming in. I know we don't usually go live on Mondays, but when we do spoiler streams, we always do them on Mondays. All right. So, Joe, before we got to promote what we got to promote... Let's hand the floor to our friend Tabmunk. I know you just released some awesome live streams, some awesome videos, Mortal Kombat related, so I just want to give you the floor for a second. Tell everybody thank where you. they can find you and what, uh, whatever you want to promote, the floor is yours, buddy. Thank you, thank you. I also want to give a shout out to Doomzilla, uh, also known as the Doomslayer, who's now in the chat. Um, yeah, so my, I'm Tabmok99. I make Mortal Kombat lore videos. You can find me on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, at the same username. Tabmok99. That's Links combat backwards. Yes, that's combat backwards. 99. So lately, uh, the last recorded video I made was about Scorpion and his family. I like to make these Mortal Kombat lore videos. But more recently, I've been doing live streams. I've just been doing it in one take on a live stream. I made a uh, YouTube video most recently about dinosaurs in Mortal Kombat. You'd be amazed how many dinosaurs Mortal Kombat has featured over the years. So that's been my new thing, and I look forward to doing more live streams on Mortal Kombat in the future. 
Tabmuk, are you aware that this month is the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park? Yes, yes, this is a huge, huge month. Um, I'm just so happy about that. Also, some game like Street Fighter VI or something came out. I don't know what that's yep. about, but you know, that's a thing. So, hey, hey, awesome. Yeah, my copy won't be coming in until Wednesday. I got the deluxe edition and Best Buy was short of their order. So, um, so I won't get mine until Wednesday. But Joe, we will be playing it on Twitch. But Joe, I want to hand the floor over to you, buddy. We got lots of stuff to promote, a lot of videos out there, a lot of videos coming up, a lot of live stream coming up. So, Joe, go ahead. What we, uh, why don't we start with last week's live stream? Yes, last week's live stream. If you missed it, go back and watch it because we had the original Shao Kahn. Brian Glenn graced us with his presence, which was amazing. Absolutely. Also, that's available in podcast form as well. So if you're an audio-only junkie uh, on Spotify, Amazon, it is there if you want to listen to it. But if you want to watch it and see this man flex his abs and stuff, be sure to watch it right here on YouTube. Um, and, of course, Joe, we dropped a video the other day. And we're getting a lot of great feedback. And it is Spider-Man related, Joe. Yes, we did our first ever food review of the Spider-Man Whopper, the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Whopper, and the Sunday. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was us just being us, eating the Spider-Verse burger. Check that video out. We're getting a lot of likes, a lot of good feedback. Since we got the good feedback, guys, we will do more food reviews. Obviously, we're going to keep it game and movie related, but we will do more food reviews in the future because you guys proved to us that you guys dig the food reviews. And then, Joe, tomorrow. Tomorrow, we will be playing Metroid Prime Remastered once again. Absolutely, and we're kicking some serious ass in the game. We're getting further along, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. will be 8 p.m. at twitch.tv slash nerdcagelive. And then, Joe, you got to work Friday night. Or actually, before we get to that, let me uh, go back to us for a second. So the plan of right now is we will go live Thursday right here on YouTube. Sorry, I don't have anything yet, but what the plan is we're going to do a reaction stream to the gameplay footage of Mortal Kombat 1, a.k.a. Mortal Kombat 12. Um... So we will go live probably at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and we're just going to react to the gameplay. Panel to be announced. Uh, I don't have a thumbnail because I want to capture, I want to screen capture and make a thumbnail that way. So yeah, we will be live on Thursday to talk gameplay, the very first gameplay footage of Mortal Kombat 1. Probably won't be a long stream because I'm sure they're not going to show a whole lot, but we're very excited to finally see gameplay. And then Joe, since you're working Friday, we're going live on Twitch Saturday. What are we doing? Yes, we go back to our most likely finale stream of Super Mario RPG. Yes, and that's been Are you guys going to finally defeat Smithy? Uh, we're yes. halfway there. We got four out of the seven stars. We're halfway there. All right, Axum Rangers level coming up. Yes, I know. <laughs> well, we're actually, we're at, the, we're at the pirate ship first. Then that's coming up. Uh, well, yeah. no, then the sky, then, the, then the, uh, the ship. And then, Joe, in a couple of weeks, another spoiler discussion on a Monday. Uh, Monday, June 19th. Yes. The Flash, which is our most anticipated spoiler discussion. <laughs> yes. We are absolutely excited for The Flash. We know there's going to be a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of spoilers. So, yes, go see The Flash. We got our tickets for opening night in IMAX. So be sure to go see The Flash and then come hang out with us. Monday the 19th, and we're going to talk about everything The Flash. Very much looking forward to that. That being said, over the weekend, we did see Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Joe and I saw it in 40X. My ass is still a little bit numb. It was a lot of fun. That didn't sound right. But, man, this movie drew in 
$120 million domestic, kicking the Little Mermaid's ass. What a start to a terrific movie, guys. Dude, I didn't get to see it in what you said. For, for what? For DX. For DX. Vi vibrating chairs and stuff. <laughs> I just saw a regular movie. Mine had subtitles, though. That was cool. <laughs> you know what? I'm You're lucky because there's some people complaining. I didn't have a problem, but there are some people complaining that you couldn't really hear the dialogue too good. I had no problem, but there are other people. So you're, so you're pretty lucky you got to see the, the subtitles. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that was a deliberate choice. I hate it when there's like the music is overpowering the audio or the, the, the you know, gunshots are, are pretty common. So it's nice to be able to have in writing what they're actually saying. Yes. Okay, so we're going to do this for first. Before we open the floor up, guys, we're going to go around in a circle real quick, starting with our guest, Tabbook99. Uh, don't give us a rating yet. But give us your general thoughts of the movie. But not we'll do we'll save our ratings for the end. But um, Tablet Man, what were your general thoughts of the movie on how would you compare it to the first one and what are you looking forward to, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, well, um, I thought there was a I love the visuals. It was a little trippy at times. Like I saw it with my wife and she was saying it looks like whoever made this was on drugs. And it's like, <laughs> yes, that's true. But they also were a fan of comic books and that showed up. That you could really feel that these were comic book aficionados. So maybe they read comics while they were on drugs. I don't know. I love the visuals. Um, it was emotionally gripping. Sometimes the emotions were a little bit too intense, if anything, but they saved it. They had a lot of the right humor, so they struck a lot of the right tone for me. Um, it was really the beginning of the film that had the intense drama, where it was like, okay, this is a bit heavy. Let's let's move on and get some lighthearted Spider-Man puns. Come on, some of those quips that we love from Peter Parker and from Miles Morales and from any Spider-Man. We want those puns and they do deliver. This movie has the funny moments. What I do miss is uh, Stan Lee making cameo in Spider-Man films. Gosh, I, I do miss that guy. Yeah. Um, but, fine, but you know what? It was great to see all the different versions of Spider-Man and I'm so happy that it's like mainstream now to have a multiverse. This isn't just a thing for the comic books. You know, as comic book fans, we know about multiverses and alternate Earths and different yeah. incarnations of Spider-Man. Now this is big enough that we can just watch a movie and that happens. It's like, okay, yeah, parallel Spider-Man, we get it. Um, so I'm so happy we're at that point. And like you mentioned earlier, The Flash is coming out on the 19th. So The Flash is going to be another multiverse movie. So amazing to see that movies like this incorporate the multiverse and fans and audiences understand it, we get it, and we love it. Very well said. Joe, Fall One Gaming, man, what did you... I, I know you loved it, but go ahead, man. Dish it out. I did love it. I mean, dude, I'm a, first of all, I'm a sucker for animated Spider-Man. And secondly, it's just... It was a big Easter egg hunt. I loved seeing all the other Spider-Men that were in it. And we'll get into it a little further, but, you know, the live action stuff that they that they put in there and the... Uh, the jabs to the MCU, you know, all that, all that stuff, all together, it was all encompassing. And you know, dude, I fucking love this movie. So, yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely <laughs> quite the wild ride, man. Um, so yes, I loved it. I first and foremost, I liked the first one a lot too. So I was really looking forward to this. Um, I do have my nitpicks. The movie was not perfect. It was not perfect, but damn, was it good. And I thought this was, I thought I didn't think it was better than. Into the Spider Verse, I thought it was just as good. I can't put just it, as good. I think it was just as good, but I reserve my judgment to go back to it when we get part three 
uh, beyond the Spider-Verse next April. But but for now, I think it's up there with the first movie. But I will say this. It was far, far, far better than Spider-Man No Way Home. And this is probably my... This is up there for me. As far as all the other Spider-Man movies, this is up there with Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire. It's like up there. Um... But I personally thought the movie really took off in the second half, and we're gonna get to that. Uh, because I know Joe likes to kind of go in order with the movie and whatnot. Um, mm -hmm. obviously, real quick, uh, um, shameless plug, I'm a whore. Uh, but if you haven't already, guys, please go to our tea public. Uh, speaking of Spider Man, we actually have a Marvel style Nerd Cage live show, so be sure to pick that up. Uh, rock this at the gym, rock this at a date, rock this at a, um, uh, job meeting, whatever. So get yourself a Nerd Cage Live t-shirt. We got the Marvels for the Marvel fans here. And of course, our number one shirt right here. Uh, the regular the Greek Geek Knowledge at the back. And stuff like this. Etc, 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 etc. Any size, any color. Big or small, we love them. We go from five, or we go from small all the way to 5XL. We got you covered. So Joe, where do you want to start with the Spider-Verse movie? I mean, I might as well start with the beginning with Spider-Gwen, right? Yeah, might as well start with the beginning and the, uh, you know, how it was basically a retelling so that if people just went right in, they were able to pick up where it left off and not have to not have to worry about watching the first one, although it does behoove you to watch the first one. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you guys. As much as I love the beginning, I didn't care for the... Peter Parker becoming the lizard. I would have preferred if the lizard killed Peter Parker instead of Peter Parker being the lizard. I really, really did not like that creative choice. That's just me, man. I don't know what you guys got on that. Um, uh, but that's that's one of my biggest nitpicks right there. I, I mean, it doesn't. I affect thought he was a snake. But it was like, but it was like a take <laughs> on the lizard, though. You know. You, you know, know, I actually really liked it because a, it's an alternate Earth. You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. But yeah. look. But look at what happens to Peter Parker if he's just a regular guy with no superpowers and he can't fight his own battles. In fact, a girl has to step in and save him. That's gonna drive you nuts. Like I could see where he would want to like take a serum and try to experiment and make himself more powerful and it just didn't work out for him. So yeah. I thought that was like a really like, like a cool what if take on Peter. Like, oh shit, this happened to Peter in another, uh, in an alternate earth. That's, that's a tragic end. And of course her being the one to kill him uh, and her dad blaming her for it and just it really it had to go down that way I'm sorry yes. Jay. It just had to be like I, 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 I have no problem it. the way I don't have a problem with the way it went down I just didn't like Peter Parker becoming the, a monster. I didn't like that. Yeah, I but yeah. I liked how it went down that he he dies and you know she loses the loved one and then her you know and then of course she's uh, on the run from her own father and whatnot. I thought it was very emotional very gripping I just, ugh, I don't know. I just didn't like Peter Parker becoming a, a monster. I just didn't like that. I, I, I would have been okay with him not becoming a monster or getting killed by, you know, that's just, that's just me. That's just me being a, you know, a complainer. <laughs> hey, dude, there's a lot of different Earths out there. Something's yeah. gonna happen to one of these Peters. It's not gonna end well for him. That was, yeah. a, that was a bad one. I, I, I understand how you feel, but I really. I really thought that was interesting. Like, wow, if Peter, if, if Gwen gets bit by the spider and not Peter, what happens to him then? Who does he become? Does he become anything? I thought yeah. this was a good way to go for him. Okay, I mean, I, I respect that. That's just like I said, we're, you know, obviously in their cage lab, I, I take the pride that we're not an echo chamber. You know, we're all gonna have our opinions and stuff. And that's just my for opinion. Shizzle. For shizzle, <laughs> my nizzle. 
<laughs> okay. Um, I know we're kind of going out of order here, but uh, Joe, there's a good there's a good question here in the chat. Why don't we just take that now that we got through the spider? Yes, yes. Uh, Tava Smoker asks if uh, how how we feel about Mayday Parker in the movie, the uh, the baby Spider Man there. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I was more. I was kind of annoyed with Peter being like the. Hey, look at my baby. Hey, look at my baby. I, but I didn't mind the baby. And hold the baby. Hold the baby, yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was a little irritating. I mean, I understand, given the character that he's in his 40s and he's, you know, excited about being a dad for the first time and seeing his own daughter with spider powers and whatnot. I can understand his excitement. I just thought I just I was a little annoyed by Peter. Not, but I, did, I liked seeing Mayday. I thought that was cool. Um, really, really like the scene where, uh, they're, her, him and Mary Jane are, are standing by the crib and he's, and she's saying there's no instruction manual to raise a baby like ours and this, this and that. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. I just, like I said, I just thought Peter was kind of annoying with the baby. That's just, yeah. you know, you know who else thought Peter was annoying with the baby? Miles. Miguel O'Hara. And Miguel, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. see, I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute and everything, but I, I, I would have liked to see like the baby actually use its powers to save somebody or something, and then either have a proud moment or basically take the spotlight away from Peter, and then have Peter react like, "Okay, okay, you're going back in the crib." Yeah, the way they <laughs> played it, the way they played it, it was just a regular baby, and it's like Mary Jane is like, "Peter, you got to stop bringing the baby to fights." Oh no, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell don't tell mom. <laughs> uh that that was that was actually really, really cool. Um and I don't know, let's see. Uh all right, Joel, since you're the moderator, where 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 do you wanna go go next? Um we could go with uh Miles' family struggle and the emotions that it it yep. basically put in there. Wait um, a minute, wait a minute. What about his his fight with Spot? Yeah, that that goes hand in hand. I mean, it, it kind of goes hand in hand. I, I was kind of on the on the edge of which one I wanted to start with. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's it's up to you. We can start with Spot, or we can start with uh, you know emotional trauma. Well, you're the moderator. <laughs> I'll follow your lead. Yeah. You know? As as a moderator, you lead it. I'll go with the family with you on family drama. Well, let's let's, let's uh. Now you got me thinking. Let's let's start with Spot. Okay. Dude, this is great. Spot's amazing. Yes. He's like, it almost seems like he's not even trying to fight. He's like, look, I'm sorry. I don't have a face. I, I can't get any money. I don't want to rob. This is what I have to do. I, you do need money to make it. Sorry. He's like going into stores and like, he's so clumsy too with his power. And, and Miles is also like equally clumsy at fighting him. And just sometimes one of them gets a lucky hit and accidentally gets the other one into a bad spot somehow. I love it. And then Miles with his... His webbing stuck to his face, like, dude, you're the clumsiest Spider-Man I've ever seen. This is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, and I, I, go ahead. Go Joe. for it, Jake. No, no, go ahead. I was getting real Ryan Reynolds vibes from Spot, to be true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it did. It did sound like his type of humor was interjected. Well, a G-rated, you know. Right. <laughs> if that makes sense. 
So I, I enjoyed the hell out of that character. And uh, I like seeing him go from like super clumsy to I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> so he just that's wanted what, to be taken seriously as a villain. That's what I want to yeah. get to. Okay. So I appreciate it. I'm just glad that the movie was silly, but not too silly. You know what I'm saying? Not, not like MCU silly. It was silly enough, but not like into overdrive. But I'm not going to lie to you, though. I kind of, I thought it was kind of odd that he went from this goofy character to this super scary threat from, like, mm -hmm. it was, I thought it was a pretty sudden transition. Mm. Um, but I'm you gonna say, say it, yeah. But I'm going to say this, though. I loved him as that serious threat, you know, going through the multiverse and stuff. That shit was badass. Badass to oh. its finest. I just you know, thought it was kind of just, it just, it was just like, like I said, it was a sudden change. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit because he, he didn't even want to be a villain. He was like reluctant to go into being a villain, and he didn't really want to do anything bad at first. But then he wanted to be taken seriously, and you kind of get the frustration with it. Like he can't go back to his normal life. He can't go back to his family, and it's not really working out for him as a villain. So he's gonna have to just make himself more powerful. It kind of seems like, well, what other options does this dude have? Yeah. I kind of get it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And they, and they mean, did a good job making the villain um, sympathetic. You know, that's, that's a difficult move to pull off in movies, but Spider-Man's always been good at that. Yeah. The only thing that kind of confused me a little bit is that this is not the first comic book character to go into a super collider. And every time we have a character do this it has a different outcome which i think is cool but it, it confuses me sometimes thinking yeah. about it yeah well like, you know uh, you know joe if if the super collider had the same effect on every single person god it would get boring awfully fast it would, yes that's why that's why i said i think it's cool but and they do the same thing on other shows where there's just like this one invention that creates random powers in everybody they do the same thing on the flash right yeah, that, that was one of the... Was, was that the particle that, accelerator, I think? Yep, that was the one thing I was going to bring up. The other one was, uh, what was it, Mr. Manhattan there? So, I mean, they've, it's it's been done, but it's always done in a different way. It's a tried and true thing, but this guy, uh, it made sense, you know? The, these things are thought to open up black holes, so it actually really made a lot of sense for this to happen to him. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> all right, all right. But his no, family, I... his family stuff. Also, I gotta appreciate the fact that he's actually got direct connection with Miles. Like he created Miles, Miles created him. I'm kind of a sucker for that shit. That was that was cool. Like that he's basically Miles' true rival. You know what that reminded me of, Jay? What's that? Batman 1989. Yes! You're wow! Good Jack right there. Jack Nicholson telling Batman, I made you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I made you first. Yeah. How yep. mature is that? I say I made you, so you say you made you first? Come on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. Um, okay, so I, I guess a uh, good transition right here. I know we're jumping around, but this is a good one I want to really get into. Uh, Joe, in the chat here, want to get that one uh, from Tapas. Yes. Uh, yeah, she wants to, he wants to know a uh, question about how do you feel about uh, Spider-Man 2099? Do you believe Spider-Man 29 is a complete jerk? Shout out to Oscar Isaac. What a performance. Um, also, I'm a little biased because I'm half Mexican. So, 
Um, <laughs> I absolutely loved um, Spider-Man 2099. Now, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not going to stand here and tell you I know all the comics. I know all this. I know that. I grew up with the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. And obviously, when I was in high school, Joe, Joe and I were the same age. When I was in high school when the first Spider-Man movie came out. But I grew up with the 90s Spider-Man. And Spider-Man 2099 is actually a Spider-Man I'm familiar with. So it was very exciting to see that iteration of Spider-Man. And he's basically the leader of all the spiders. The leader of the Spider-Verse. Oscar Isaac delivered. I, Oh my god, it was awesome. As far as uh, was he a complete jerk, I'm not going to lie to you. I understood. I yeah. understood where he came yeah. from. All right, I'm done. I'll let you guys go. Spider-Man 2099, guys, go, go, go. <laughs> I will say this. Just like with Spot, I understood his motives. I got what he was doing. He is protecting the integrity of an entire universe. He messed up an entire universe before. He figured out what the what caused that, and now he's like, all right, I got to make sure this doesn't happen again by other people who are, are going to make the same mistakes that I did. And does he come across as a little harsh? Okay, but look, Miles wasn't going to listen to him, okay? Miguel knew what the rules were. He knew what could save the universe. And since Miles wasn't going to listen to him, he had to contain him. Like, does he come across as a little harsh? Yeah, but you're, an entire universe is at stake here, and that's more important than someone's feelings. Like, he did what he had to do. I could understand exactly where he was coming from every step of the way, just like I could with Spock. On top of that, you you sympathize with Miles. Like, put yourself in that situation. You would absolutely save your dad, all right? Like, so, like, that's what made this movie appealing, is that you understood both sides of Spider-Man 2099 and Miles Morales. You understood. And I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm glad we're on this. This is where the movie started for me. Like, I, I thought the first half of the movie was okay. But, man, as soon as Oscar Isaac reveals everything the whole the whole spider verse multiverse that's where the movie really started that's where the movie went into overdrive for me and that's where i was just hooked so and it was emotionally gripping because like i said you sympathize with both sides one wants to save the universe the other wants to save his dad like that's always been fa fascinating with the spider-man it doesn't matter which version of spider-man what's always made spider-man fascinating is that he's an everyday person with every see batman's a millionaire he doesn't have everyday people problems. Spider-Man, Peter Parker, they do. They have families like we do. We have, they have parents, they have loved ones, you know, they got school, they got work. So that's what makes it fascinating. You understand as a person, a regular person, you understood. Yes, if, if I had the chance to save my dad, I would, even if put the universe at stake. I get it. And I also obviously understood uh, Miguel as well. It, it was, like I said, it's what made the movie really fascinating. Yeah, and I, I agree. Um, but I also, I, I always go into this with like the hero complex of there's always a way out. And I think Miguel with all the problems that he had with losing everything that he did, he kind of lost that spark of being able to save anything at any time. And I mean, he's got an unlimited supply of Spider-Man and still thinks that he has to, you know, adhere to all the rules to make sure that everything stays status quo. When in reality, he has an unlimited supply of heroes that can literally save anything they want. <laughs> it is, I did, you know, I liked it, it when I first saw it, but after I had time to reflect, it did bother me 
the fact that, oh, well, this is a canon event and you have to let that happen and you have to let these deaths happen in Spider-Man's life, that's important or else the universe gets destroyed. And I'm like, wait a minute, that kind of defeats the point of becoming a superhero. You become a superhero to save people. This idea, I can understand why it makes sense if you're talking about time travel or something like that, you know what I mean? That would make more sense. Like, oh, well, the, the integrity of the timeline sort of depends on these things happening. That would make more sense. But the idea that these are canon events and you can't have canon disruptors, I don't know if I like that. It maybe would have made more sense if they said, I'm from 2099 and I went back and I, I have to monitor the timeline. So that's why I'm coming back to your time to, and assembling all these Spider-Men to make sure that the integrity of the timelines from all the different universes hold up. I just I wish gotta, it, I think it would have made more sense that way, you know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna modify what Tava just said because it says that uh, thinks Spider-Man 2099 wants to suffer. I think he wants others to suffer the way he is. And Ooh, I think that he's kind of, he's kind of, uh, he's lost everything. He's burnt out. He doesn't want to save anything anymore because it doesn't work out for him. So why should it work out for anyone else? Yeah, no, well said, man. I had to give you that hype buzz. You know what I, you know, since we're on, uh, Tab Monk just said canon. What made that part fascinating to besides sympathizing from both sides? Every version of Spider-Man we've ever seen is canon. We saw the 60s Spider-Man. We saw Tobey Maguire. We saw Andrew Garfield. We saw we the saw video ben game. We saw the video game. Like, they showed yeah. every version of Spider-Man that ever was conceived. We saw Lego Spider-Man. Yes. That was My mind was blown. Like, oh my god, they're actually acknowledging every single Spider-Man is canon. In, in their own timeline or their own dimension. Yeah, and even, and even though they didn't have the rights to the MCU, they still said, you know, universe... The Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they still, you know, noticed it. You know, you know what's cool? Like, obviously, with... Um, obviously, the, the Sony universe and the Disney Spider-Man universe have, have intersected already. So it's like a really cool acknowledgement. Like, oh, yeah, we've been monitoring the multiverse. Like, all this multiverse stuff... They coexist in, in now, you know what I mean? The Marvel, the the, yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the, the Sony's Spider-Man, they're all in a multiverse together. They've all crossed over. So they're when they're monitoring this stuff, presumably if there's a group of Spider-Men monitoring the multiverse, they see what Doctor Strange is doing. So it's and, just, it just and makes we so saw much the, sense. And we saw the Venom lady, the lady who owns the, yes. the, the convenience store. So yeah. it was just like I said, I love the fact that everything was canonized. Like, oh my God. Yes. And, and I Jay... Thought, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Did you think that that scene was a reference to the Street Fighter movie? Which one? The one with the, the convenience store lady. Um, because Spot pops his head into the thing and he's like, wow, I'm like, I'm like just mastering interdimensional magic. And for you, this is a Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, you're right. I don't. Again, Tabunk99 with, with these awesome references. And speaking of Street Fighter, uh, Street Fighter 6 is out, so talk about awesome timing for that. I can't wait for you to get that, dude. Yeah, like I said, my, my copy comes on Wednesday. Joe got it digitally, so yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited to delve in. I couldn't so wait. Um, <laughs> I had to jump in. Yeah. Um, also, I also appreciate the fact that like we got to see all these different versions of the villains, whether it was Rhino, Doc Ock, the Lizard, um, uh, pick prowler like we saw all these different versions all trapped you know we're gonna send this person back to the dimension they came from 
It was amazing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's go back to the convenience store for a second. Yes. Jay, you've yeah. got a picture that you can pull up for us. I the do. gum. The gum, let's see it. There it is, guys. Right in the uh, if you guys are looking on the screen here in the chat where the chat box is, uh, uh, this picture was provided by Tapwolf99 here. Venomous. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Did you catch that in the theater? Did you see what it was like flashing across the screen? I did not, but now that you've mentioned it, like, yes, I didn't catch it at first, but now that I'm looking at this picture, what a great reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and by the way, there was another one. I don't I don't think I can get a screen grab of this, this other one for you, but there was another one where they just had like a billboard in the background and it says Cola generic name or something like that under it. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Also, uh, I, I wish I had this picture queued up, but shout out to the Miles Morales Spider-Man Jordans. Um, shout out to our friend Leroy Gonzalez. Uh, he's my former football teammate. Uh, he posted a picture. He bought those Jordans from the movie. Uh, I put it in the Facebook discussion group, Nerd Cage Nation. So uh, I appreciate the, uh, some of the... Um, product placement in there with, with the Jordans. I thought that was cool. Uh, shout out to yeah. Roy, too. Nice. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I'm so glad somebody actually has those. Yes. <laughs> All right, moderator, what we got? Um, now I guess we can take a dark turn and go into Miles' family life, if you guys want to delve into that. <laughs> yeah. The humans. Um... <laughs> All right, Joel, I'll, you, you kick it off, then. Go ahead. Because I need to, I need to refresh okay. my memory. So I mean, I, I, I love the uh, the the family dynamic and everything, and the the counselor that basically says he's lying to you, and I think you know it. So I mean, it it has a there it has a thing to where he wants so bad to tell them that he's Spider Man, but he knows he can't because it would basically ruin the dynamic between the family, and that's a reoccurring theme in all Spider Man, but. This one kind of, you feel it a little more for some reason. Yeah, and not to go off topic, but I really hate it in the Tom Holland Spider-Verse that Aunt May knows. It kind of yeah. ru ruins it. I like the fact that this movie, they, you know, he's still trying to hide his identity. Also, again, why Spider-Man's a relatable character. He's trying to get to his uh, dad's party, so, you know, and he, you know, the cakes, and the cakes take off with the taxi cab, and... Oh my god, I'm laughing so hard because it's like, oh my god, I know. And, and I dude, know that it feeling. was amazing. It was amazing because right, right before that, the school counselor up. Uh, two scenes before that, the mother yeah. says, "Don't forget the cake." Then the next scene, you know, he, the school counselor is saying like, "You can't have your cake and eat it too." And then he's like, "Unless you have two cakes." And then <laughs> the next scene, he's at the bakery and he ran out of room on the first cake, so he has to get a second one. It's like, dude, this thing with the cake, they dragged it out. They have so many little references and it kept building up on it. It was such a minor thing, man. It was so clever the way they did this. Yeah, it's hats off to the writing of this movie. Mm -hmm. It was so easy, too. It was a piece of cake, I think. <laughs> but yeah, but that that was that was it was a powerful scene because he's he's trying to do good. He's in the middle of you know fighting crime and he's trying to get to his dad's party on time. You know his dad's doing the speech and they're mad at their you know their son for not being there. Then of course Spider Gwen comes in and I, that, I thought that was funny. Oh, I bet she doesn't even speak Spanish and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know being a mama's boy myself, I you know my mother uh, mothers you know Hispanic mothers can be really protective. 
I know, I know that feeling all so well. He's like, don't break his heart and this, this, and that. I thought I really liked it. Really, really liked that part. Um, okay, I know, I'm, I know, but, I'm kind of trying. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I go might ahead. be jumping ahead here, but yeah. Miles' yeah. family life was actually pretty good in comparison to the alternate version of Miles that we saw. Oh my god, we will get to that. We will get to, let's get to that, that last, because of that cliffhanger. Let's get yes. to that last. Let's get to the um, last. But I do have a, uh, a really, really uh, nit, a huge nitpick. I, I gotta address this. I gotta address this. Joe, I couldn't talk about this on our Out of the Theater reaction, because I didn't want to spoil nothing. But I'm going to say here, right here, right now, major problem with this movie that cannot be ignored. So in relation to what I was just talking about, where uh, you know Gwen shows up at the you know at the rooftop at the party, okay. So that scene leads to her her wrist goes off, saying, "Hey, we need you back here and whatever." Right? She goes, you know, to the portal. Right? Miles turns invisible and is right there. Her spider senses do not go off, but at the end of the movie. When they're in two separate dimensions and Miles is in danger, her spider senses go off when Miles is in another dimension, but her spider sense doesn't go off when she, he's right there, invisible next to the portal. What the fuck? That was a- Yeah, I think that's that, okay. No, 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 Tabo. That was a- I had a huge problem with that. It bothered me. It bothered me. But why- Well, you know- Defend it. Go ahead, defend it. Go I, ahead, defend I had it. a problem. I had a problem with it, too, because, um- you should be able to tell if somebody is near you, you know, based on, even if they're invisible, based on their body heat, based on their breath, you know, there spider are other, sense. well, yes. okay, so spider sense goes off when you're in danger. I was, or when someone else is. They weren't really in danger. He was there in the same room. He was looking at the same stuff as her. He was no threat to her and he wasn't in any danger either. Um, they were both in the same situation, no threat to each other. So I could kind of see where he would bypass the spider sense in that context. I do feel that because he was like six inches from her face, she should have been able to pick up on him regardless. Yeah. That's just it though. Uh, when you are a spider person, I say spider person, I'm not gonna say Spider-Man because you know, Gwen's obviously female. But when you become a spider person, your, your senses are heightened. Okay, it's not just spider sense. You know, you 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 see better. You're stronger. You can almost like Wolverine. Like your all your senses are heightened. Okay, you're so right. You're right because Peter, after he got bitten, yeah, didn't need glasses. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes, exactly. So can you understand? But do you want me? Do you want me to blow your mind here? Sure. Okay. How how do you know she didn't know he was there, and was just playing it off? Possibly. But we don't know. <laughs> That's the impression I got. Yeah. Um. But if she, if he really, if she knew he was there, she would have been adamant about not him not going. Yeah. Yeah, I think he fooled her. I think his invisible machine fooled her. I know. I just don't like the fact that Spider Gwen couldn't detect it. Okay. I just thought that was very odd. But her her senses go off when they're in two separate dimensions. When he's in. When she, at the very, you know, at the end, before that cliffhanger, how her senses are going off when, you know, Miles gets captured. The, it just bothered me. Like, it's just like, wait, wait, what? Like, she she could detect that, but she couldn't detect them, like, like inches from her face. Like, that you know major, what? major nitpick. You know what? It, her spider sense may have been uh, uh, tuned to what she was consciously thinking about. Because in this scene, 
She's not looking for Miles, so she doesn't see him. In the scene where she's thinking about Miles, like, wait a minute, where's Miles? <gasps> He's in danger. Like, only because she, the thought occurs to her consciously does her spider sense work on it. I yeah. think there's good explanations for this, Jay. I think there I, are. We'll see. Again, maybe, <laughs> just maybe. Okay, for now, I stand by what I say. But maybe when part three, Beyond the Spider-Verse, comes out in April, maybe they'll explain. It seems so long from now. Fine. <laughs> Yeah, but the way my lifestyle is, it will be here before you know it. Uh, you know, next, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, tell you my name. Okay, go my ahead. Is when he uses the go home machine, okay, and he tries to go back to uh, Earth 42. When he's supposed to be one of the smartest people, right? Is got you know after, uh, yeah he's a prodigy him and him and peter yes. are prodigies yes exactly. no matter how smart you are everyone makes and mistakes they were just talking about the fact that that spider didn't come from his universe literally yeah. in the, like a scene or two before that we're just yep. talking about they that. just they, that was a hint still, to the audience still went to the wrong universe <laughs> okay okay but the go home machine is programmed to automatically detect your DNA and send you back to your universe. Okay. That's uh, not a mistake that, that, that Miles true. made. But wouldn't he have basically two sets of DNA? How would it know which that's, one? That's the problem. It picked up on the spider's DNA and not his. That's why it sent him to that universe. Okay. Nothing okay. Miles did wrong. Nothing Miles did wrong at all here. All right. You, know, you don't even. You're thinking about your home and the universe you came from. You're not even thinking. Oh, the Spider-Man, the spider that bit me was from a different universe. And what if it sends me there by mistake? That's not even a thought that would have occurred to anybody. Also, even if it did, how would you adjust for that? See, maybe I missed that because I was, I was watching him program the computers, and I thought he input that universe to go to. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he was just getting the thing warmed up and turned on, and I think it pretty much is is programmed to detect where are you where do you come from. Okay, then send you back there. Okay. All right. We should watch it again. We should watch it again and make sure, though. Should. <laughs> I, I think I think this is obviously worth a, a second watch for sure. But I, I just like I said that that was my major. You know, that was Joe's nitpick. That was my nit, major nitpick, which is why I can't give us you know a perfect score because I I couldn't like unsee it or unlike comprehend it um, yeah she, but, I get but, one way or another she should have seen, been able to see him but again maybe stuff will be explained in the next movie that i have my right then i have my right to go back and be like okay th which is you know because this movie's in two parts so um yeah. so like i said i have like, the right if, to go back what if his invisible thing also blocks his heat signature what if it also blocks um you know, echolocation. So somebody like Daredevil would say, hey, there's an object here. I can feel the sound waves bouncing off of me. What if it scrambles that stuff? What if it's more yeah. than just cloaking your sight? What if it's actually cloaking all the other senses? That would make sense why Gwen wouldn't have picked up on him. Yeah. yeah. And, and I and I see Taylor Smoke just saying, uh, like, like, I think Joe said it, they were just setting up the machine. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, so Joe, uh, I don't want to get to the ending yet. I know we're getting close to 9 o'clock here, but before we get to the ending, let's just quickly go through some of the other versions of Spider-Man. you got Spider-Punk, you got Jessica, uh, the Jessica Spider-Woman, 
Uh, yeah. We yeah. saw a T-Rex. Yeah, T-Rex. The, the, we oh, saw Ben Riley, which, dude, the, the animation the of Ben Riley was amazing. Yes. I love the way they had different styles of, yep. of you know, different animation styles representing the different universes all together on one screen. Yes, and I yeah. love how Ben Riley was narrating his entire life as he as he was going in. I see a wall. I see another wall. <laughs> yeah, so unnecessary, <laughs> over the top, kind of kind of making fun of the way comics were written back then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was great. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I didn't like I didn't like Spider Punk. <laughs> no. I think I think I was annoyed. Oh, uh, I'm sorry to say this. Oh my God, we're gonna lose all our British fans. I think I was annoyed with the British accent and like, um, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not really a Sex Pistols fan, which is obviously clearly the, the inspiration there. Um, also kind of find it odd that this person's very anti-establishment, but I don't know. It just kind of didn't feel right. You're anti-establishment, but you're going to join the, you know, the, the, the spider crew and this, this and that. I don't know. I wasn't hey, wild. Yeah. What is that? It's a metaphor for capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, I didn't care. I just didn't care for the character. Oh, Did you like the cat Spider-Man? The cat spider -Man. Yes. That was funny. That, that gave me a chuckle. Uh, mm -hmm. Same with the T-Rex was pretty funny. Uh, shout out to the dinosaurs and Tablook's dinosaur video. We had the T-Rex Spider-Man. Um, I also like the fact that the 60s Spider-Man uh, showed up. That was cool. The, um, ah, uh, man. Okay. I also have another thing, another complaint here. And I, like I, said, I absolutely loved uh, Je the Jessica version of Spider-Woman. My only nitpick with that is she's in her final trimester and she's swinging around in a motorcycle. Yeah. And she gets thrown, <laughs> yeah. she gets thrown at, a, a car thrown at her and she's pregnant but they're all gonna say, "Oh, Peter Parker's a bad parent uh, with Mayday." But 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 Jessica's going around pregnant in, in a motorcycle and doing all these fantastical things. Uh, I kind of had a problem with it. I again, I love the character. Um, also, she reminds me of somebody that was, you know once close to me. So like, um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought she was a cool character. I also like the fact that she was kind of like the one to like whip Gwen into shape. Like she's kind of like Gwen's mentor. Ooh, or yeah. Peter. Where Peter is Miles' mentor, Jessica was Gwen's mentor. She's kind of like the but one. But it is, but but I was thinking the same thing. When you see a, a pregnant woman doing all this stuff, it's like, oh, that's going to be so hard on the baby. You could miscarry, <laughs> like, you could cause damage. That This could cause brain damage, like permanent injury, like chill. And, you know, same, and, and also Peter bringing the baby with him to the fights, like, that's you know oh, bad things happen thing. at these fights, man. Yeah, like, yeah, you're leaving you're leaving a bad message. <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of hoping that it would fast forward a little bit to where she had the the child and Mayday and her child would be you know become friends at some point or something. That would be yeah. Hey, next know. movie. I, let's hope that happens. Yeah. 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 But they uh, should they should they should protect their children. Their unborn children, yes. the born children, they should they should take more steps to protect these kids. Yeah, and I yeah. think the movie kinda did a bad job, bad message with that. <laughs> uh, you know what? At least they're not doing it with real life pregnant women actresses. 
Yeah, I know, but, but true, but, but my mind's like telling me like, wow, she's like really, really, really pregnant and she's doing all these things. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, that's just where my mind wandered to, but I, like I said, Jessica was an awesome character. Really, really love, love that version. She's great. Yes, yeah, she is yes. great. Yeah, preg I, I, pregnancy aside, you know. <laughs> that was, I did like seeing the, 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 uh, the alternate version of Vulture, but I wish we would have saw some more alternate you know, villains as well. Oh yeah, Renaissance Vulture was neat. Yeah. 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 Trippy. Very trippy. Yeah, it was. It, <laughs> was, it was cool. Like the old, it was like here's your one alternate villain. Now we're just gonna go to the Spider Verse and you see the Spider Man, but you're not gonna see any other villains other than Spot, pretty much. Yeah. It's like I wanted to see some more of that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're getting to the top of the hour here, and I respect everybody's time. Are we ready to go to the ending and cliffhanger? Or are we, or is there anything else, Joey? Well, what about the Spider-Man car? Yes. <laughs> yes. And that, There's that a around. car. It's like, yeah, that's Spider-Man. It's like, okay, uh, that's even trippier than the horse too. <laughs> You're right. It's even trippier than there's a version of Loki that's an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for a moment there, speaking of the horse, I, Ghost Rider came to mind for a second. Cause remember yeah, the, the Nick, for a second, where, yeah. Yeah, Sam, uh, Sam Elliott's character with the horse. That came to my yeah. mind real quick. I'm like, oh my god, there's a spider horse. I'm like, wow, oh my god, there's so many different goddamn Spider-Man versus a Spider-Man. It was insane. I mean, okay, like, okay, yeah. last thing. Last thing I got to point out. Yes. When when Miguel says get Spider Man and then they're all doing the pointing yes, at each other. Yes, the meme. meme him, the him, meme. Him. Yep, yep. The yeah. meme. I loved it. I I laughed out loud. That Dude, part so made me great. laugh. They're I laughed so out great loud. at incorporating the memes into the Marvel movies. And also they did this where um, you remember the one where Green Goblin was like, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. They brought that yeah. line back just because of the meme. Like I love the way these writers are doing this. Yes. Yeah. yeah very self aware. I actually definitely uh that was definitely awesome and actually one more thing i'm going way off topic here too but like uh there's that scene in the dorm there uh where he's playing the spider-man video game that was actually i just found this out today that was actually gameplay footage of spider-man 2 coming out in september oh nice nice they yes. put that in the movie yes they yes. did yep i just want to point that out that that was indeed spider-man 2 gameplay footage when he, when he was playing in the dorm room there Yes. All right. So, Joe, it's <laughs> it is nine o'clock. Do we do we do we go to that that spectacular ending? I think we do, but we have to we have to do the build up to the ending, like when he actually enters that universe and what he sees before he actually realizes he's in another universe. Okay, <laughs> I actually got. It. I'm glad you brought that up. I do have another. It's a minor nitpick, but I gotta bring this up because this is this is with that scene you're talking about, Joe. When he first arrives, he first sees his mother. He says, Mom and Dad, are you okay? How's Dad? Right? But his dad is dead in that dimension. Yeah. Why didn't she say, like, hey, what's wrong with you? Like, Dad's dead. Like, what are you, like, are you joking? Why didn't she say and, and that? After a while, she was like, Miles, you got to stop. And if you don't know they're in the other universe, you're like, why? What did he say? Why does he have to stop? And there's yeah, another that's... thing, too. Everybody's like, oh, you're doing your hair different, huh? 
And it's like, wait a minute, his hair's the same. What did they change his hair? What is, what is going on? Like, the, the hints are there. Yeah. yeah. They're and clues. I mean, They're just clues. What I, what I told Jay when we left the theater and he was telling me about that little nitpick is I thought I had seen, you know, his mother and his uncle getting close to the point where maybe they maybe she remarried his uncle and when he said how's dad she was she wasn't thinking his real father she was thinking he was asking about his uncle yeah maybe that's what i was I, I i don't know yeah like I said, it was just a little odd but that was a very intense scene um also i like to appreciate the fact that we gwen does see her dad uh before she leaves i actually like that part uh, that Gwen kind of made up with her dad. Um, and she's relieved at the fact that he quit being captain. So she knows he'll be alive and won't die. So then she leaves. She goes to Peter's dimension. Or Peter. Uh, Miles' dimension. Her senses, again, a problem. Her, I my nitpick. Her senses are going off. And then, of course, Peter gets... Or Peter, Miles gets knocked out. Um, and, of course, you know, obviously you saw the, you know, rest in power. His dad's dead. And then, of course, he gets knocked out. Gets captured. And then we see, behold, the miles of that dimension where he's the prowler. Um, mm -hmm. That was awesome. <laughs> really, 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 really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was great the way they showed you things unfolded a little differently in this universe. Yeah, yeah and it was a slow buildup. I was also and telling Jay, too, that, you know, how, they, how uh, Miguel always told him, you know, you're not meant to be here. You got bit by a spider out of your... Uh, dimension you weren't ever supposed to be spider-man but then it got me thinking that had that spider stayed in that dimension who is it meant to bite because if it's still miles that it was meant to bite then yes he was meant to be spider-man just not that version of miles i think it was meant to bite peter and it never did okay also i just want to point out in the chat here uh doomzilla uh says that the scene that made Gwen uh, realize that Miguel is completely wrong, that the event can be changed, going back to what I was talking about, how she made up with her dad. Uh, so that's a good point that Doomzilla makes, is that Gwen realizes Miles was right and Miguel was wrong, or at least, so we, but we don't, I mean, we don't know for a fact. I mean, we're just at that moment. We obviously got to see the second, the next movie. Uh, also, I want to, uh, I want to point out something really funny. So Joe, when we saw this movie, Everybody was dumbfounded. I knew it was coming. Like, I knew there was going to be a cliffhanger because I knew when they first announced the movie that this was going to be a part yeah. one and a part two. So I knew the cliffhanger was coming. I knew it. So to see everybody in the theater freaking out. Every, dude, everybody in our movie theater in Syracuse was freaking the fuck out. Like, no! Yeah, it's like, like, no! <laughs> yeah, because they're not going to be able to you wrap that, it up. You know, that sound that, you know that sound that people make when they're watching somebody play golf and they get to the hole and it just kind of stays there? And then they go, oh, that was the exact yes. sound. That Everybody people. freaked out. And I'm and laughing. I'm like, so I said to a couple people, so I, I, so I grabbed a couple people. I said, I said, you do realize that part three is coming out in April, Beyond the Spider-Verse, which is a direct continuation of this right like oh my god i didn't know i'm like yeah <laughs> like and then, and then that one gal was like oh my god you just made me feel so much better <laughs> like i thought it was funny like everybody in the theater like freaked out because they didn't know there was gonna be a third movie and they didn't know that 
you know, there was gonna be a cliffhanger ending. They're like, oh my god, I can't believe they did this like that. I'm like, I'm like, no, calm down. This is part one. You know, <laughs> it was so funny. Like everybody freaked. I didn't freak out because I knew like this was a part one. Because Joe, remember the very, very, very first teaser we got a year ago during the pandemic? Yeah. And it said that this was gonna be part and the original one. poster said part one at the bottom. <laughs> yes. What did yeah. you guys think about all the different comic books showing up? Like all the different comic book covers flashing throughout the movie to let you know, like, hey, we didn't just make this up for a movie. This is based on a yeah. real comic. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Did you think awesome. did you think like um the characters in the movie actually had access to those comic books and they could open it up and read them and find out Spider-Man's secret identity? Like it's just published for everybody to know. Did it come across to you like those did it come across to you like those comics were things that people in the movies could actually pick up and read? Sorry, we we're just addressing something in the chat real quick, don't worry. Oh Sorry. yeah, go ahead. No, it's all good. Just, there, there, there's a Russian bot in the Twitch chat, so I'm just trying oh. to like look. Just so everybody don't, bot? I don't uh, know, so we're we, not we're not worried. It's a spider bot. <laughs> I'm not worried. There's like probably like two people on Twitch right now. I'm not even worried about it. I just wanted to address like, hey, relax about the you know, the bot. Um but yeah, yeah, no, I like the fact that every time there was a you know, they introduce a character, they boom, slam that comic book on there. Yeah, that was that was a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, and, and Doom Zill's pointing out, yeah, the, the, the twist was quite surprising. Um Okay, so as soon like I saw the as soon as I didn't expect the twist, but as soon as she said as soon as they made the comment about his hair not being in the you know, the cornrows or whatever, that's where I knew like, uh oh, here comes the big twist. Um, yeah. <laughs> did you guys notice? Um, and I'm sure you guys saw, but it was very brief. But when when Evil Miles was kind of like uh, poking at Miles's face with the with the with the, the purple electric power there, mm -hmm. he was absorbing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that too. Yep, yeah, I thought that was cool. I was like, all right, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna weasel his way out of this. But mm -hmm. man, that that was definitely intense. Like, that was definitely intense. Also, I like the fact that he embraced his uncle, you know, because he's like, oh, my God, uncle, you know, because he was excited. Yeah, to see I, would, I wouldn't have had the ending any other way because, you know, had it not been two, two parts and it just kind of went for a little longer and then ended, I, I would have felt like, dude, I want more. So yeah. for this to lead into a whole other part of a movie is exciting for me. I thought this cliffhanger ending was better than the Infinity War ending. If I'm being 100% honest with you guys. This may have been the one of the best cliffhanger endings I've seen. I, man, I, I can't even... Yeah, like this is one of the best cliffhangers I've seen in a long time between any movie and TV show, honestly. But now, but now I'm really impatient to see how it continues because, you know... Miles is trapped there as a prisoner. I guess Gwen's on the way to get him and maybe the other Spider-Man are yes! with her. Spider-Man Noir and 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 Por yeah. Porky Peter Parker, yep. The Japanese, yep. Spider-Ham, yeah. Like, we're gonna get those characters back in the next movie. And, and Spot I, 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 is Cage. now, uh, and Spot is there too. And as they're pointing out in the chat, Spot is the upgraded, more powerful version of himself, Super Spot, if you will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's take a Spot. Let's take let's take that let's take one more question here. Uh, Table smoke. Uh, Joe, go ahead. Take that question about spot. 
Uh, it says, uh, how do you feel about Spot becoming a monster? Loved it. I thought it made, I thought that version was better, honestly, than yeah. the goofy one. Loved it. No one can help him become a human, and uh, so what do, what do you want him to do? Yeah, exactly. True. Exactly. Uh, all right, guys, last call. Last call. The bar's closing. If you guys got any more questions, uh, we're going to close things up here. So last call, I've got any other questions or anything, any comments you want to point out about the movie. But, yeah, that was a great, terrific ending there. Cannot wait. Um, really, really want to see this. I really want to see this a fight between Miles Prowler. <laughs> Get it? Miles Prowler. Um, got it. Tails. Oh! Miles Prowler. And, and, and it's... And Spider, and you know, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. I can't, I, want, I cannot wait to see that battle. The mirror, yeah. the mirror fight, the mirror match, the Mortal Kombat mirror match. Cannot yeah. wait to see that go down. Cannot I hope see they, that go I down. hope they point at each other. That's all I'm hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they don't, at least we got that in that really terrific scene where they all, all the, <laughs> Spider-Man, go after it. And also, yeah. I cannot wait to see. I also can't wait to see what's going to happen with with Miguel, like with Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Like, what's going to happen? What? How he's going to view? It. Is he? Is he going to be like? Is he going to be like realize he was wrong, and and side with Miles, or is he going to be like, or is he going to be like I was right? And there's going to be like another like bat. Like, I cannot wait to see how this this ends. Like, Jay, Jay, Jay. What if Miles realizes, hey, Miguel was right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I save yeah. my dad, I destroy the universe. I, I really can't endanger the universe. Miguel's got a point here. What if what if yeah. he goes that way? What if he says, hey. I know. What if Spot was really the cause of it? It's not my fault a spider from another universe bit me. Spot did it. Like, uh, Miguel, you're right. I'm an anomaly. It shouldn't have happened. I don't know what you yep. can do about it now, but Spot caused it. He's a danger. We got to stop him. He's a threat to the multiverse. Yeah. yeah. Or I may be... Uh... I may be showing my lack of comic knowledge, but what if there's another Miguel? <laughs> like a... I don't see why there couldn't be. It's a big multiverse. Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, either his life either he, maybe he is aware of it, maybe he's not. Um, yeah. All right, let's take these last two questions and we'll call it night here. And then well, we'll take these last two questions and we'll let Tab Monk uh, promote whatever he wants to promote and what we got to promote here. Oh yeah! Well, obviously, we gotta do our final ratings too. So when we, so when when Tabo, when you promote, give your final rating and all that stuff too. But let's take these last two questions here. Okay, it says, do you believe Spider-Man 2099 will realize he was wrong and have Miles Morales Spider-Man team up to defeat Spot? We will see. I don't know. I'm very curious to see how that's gonna go down. Tabo, what do you got? Um, I'm kind of hoping there's going to be another villain. I mean, if you think about it, they keep on dimension hopping. Every dimension has different villains in it. So just like they snuck in uh, like a different version of Vulture, I'm hoping to see different takes on classic Spider-Man villains, especially ones who haven't been given a lot of screen time. Like, I don't know, Hobgoblin maybe. Uh, they yeah. can do some interesting stuff with Venom or Carnage. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of other fun things they can do. But um, at the end of the day, you know, Spot has been was in the first one. He's in this one. He's really the reason why they can all do dimension hopping in the first place, and he's the reason why Miguel had to assemble this team of Spider-Men. So I think he's gonna be the big bad, no matter how you slice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, and, and did you ca wait, 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 wait? Did you catch yeah. the reference to Morbius in that movie? Uh. 
refresh my memory. There was something about a vampire. Somebody mentioned something about a vampire, and he's like, oh, I'd pay good money to see that. And it was like, haha, they're making, they're, they're trying to get people hyped up about the Morbius oh, film. Oh, yes, yup, yup, yup. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, too. Um, uh, they were very clever. Michael. They snuck in so many little lines like that. Yep. If you don't know what they're a reference to, it just right over your head. Yep. Um, the, the, I guess this was a two-part question. The next part of it was, it, if you do believe that they'll team up to defeat Spot, um, do you think Miles, uh, Peter Parker, Baby Mayday, and Spider-Gwen will be the ones to team up, and how do you think they'll win? I okay. I'll say I think Gwen and the and Noir and all of them are gonna help. Are gonna help. I don't know if okay. it's gonna Baby Mayday Park Parker. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Gwen's crew. Okay. All right. And uh, yep. Last seconds. question I get, I see here is: uh, Do you believe uh, Moreland will appear in Beyond the Spider Verse? All right, someone refresh my memory. Mer Merlon, was that the? Someone refresh my memory. I'm I'm feeling stupid right now. Mer yeah, who was... I forget what that is too. <laughs> Tabmog, come on, Tabmog, show the strength of geek knowledge. Who's who's Mer Merlon? Merlon. <laughs> uh, okay. You got so... us there. You got us there. Oh, Merlin. the energy vampire. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, he's a very awesome. obscure. That's what I was gonna say. That was a thing. very obscure one. I didn't. I couldn't even like think. Like, oh my god, I feel stupid. You know what? It, it I'm, was, I'm, I'm it gonna was this. It was from this storyline where there were spider totems, and the guy was telling Peter, like, you always thought that the spider bit you by chance, like it was random. But what if that spider was actually a very important spiritual being, and he chose you for a reason? And it was yeah. like, okay, they're doing some weird take on the spider that they're injecting here. That they, Moreland comes from that whole weird storyline. Okay, I got yeah. one name I'm going to throw out there to, to add to Tava, Tava Smolka's uh, comment here. I want to see Madam Web in part three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't she getting her own movie? Yes, yeah. but who knows what's going on? Who knows what's going on there? But I, I feel like, how do you do a Spider-Man multiverse story without um, Madam Spider? Yeah, that's again, right. Again, I'm a J Jay's a '90s kid. I grew up with the '90s Spider-Man cartoon. She was Man on that show. Yeah, and, and you know there were other that, that show also played around with the Spider Verse a little bit. You remember there was like a version of Peter Parker yes. with six, six arms, six different Spider-Man from six different dimensions. And at the very, very, very end, the very, very last episode, the Spider-Man goes to Stan Lee's world and takes Stan Lee for a. For a trip around New York City, and then leaves him on the roof, and then and then leaves leaves Stanley on the rooftop, and Madam Web grabs Peter, and then he goes back to his world. <laughs> yeah, I love the '90s Spider-Man. Loved it. Yeah, it was the best. It was the best. I know it's only it a was. suit, but the only Spider-Man I didn't see in the movie, and maybe I missed it, is the symbiote spider. It's the yeah. only one I didn't see. <laughs> Yeah, and like I said, they did. They I did thought that was kind of odd because you see it in like every other version. <laughs> yeah, they they did cram a lot of different Spider-Mans. Yes, they did, and I'm sure we're gonna see more. Okay, so we're gonna close this. Uh, we're gonna close it up, guys. So here's what we're gonna do. So we're gonna go around in the circle, promote what we gotta promote, but we're gonna give our final rating one through ten, and so on and so yeah, just our final review here. 
So Tabmilk99, floor is yours. Promote whatever you want to promote on your channel, where they can find you. Thank you. In the description and your final rating for the movie. Thank you. Yes. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say... I'm going to give the movie a 9.5 out of 10. It was near perfect. My biggest problem with it was I just don't like the idea of, of certain events need to happen and that Spider-Man is not allowed to protect those people who are close to him, although he's allowed to protect others. That doesn't seem quite right. Um, I wish they could have written that a little bit differently because the idea that Spider-Man is just supposed to let certain people die that goes against the nature of what it means to be a hero. You're supposed to look for ways to save people, not just accept, oh yeah, bad things are gonna happen. I shouldn't step in and save people. That kind of makes superheroes go against the core of what they stand for. Other than that, that was that was my big thing. I wish they could have rewritten that. I still enjoyed every minute of it. So I'm gonna give it a 9.5 out of 10. Um, guys, you can find me. My own YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash tabmock99. Now this is where I Breakdown Mortal Kombat lore. I just did a video on Scorpion's family as they've appeared in different incarnations of the games and other Mortal Kombat media. I did a breakdown on the Mortal Kombat 1 trailer and how it actually follows up on the ending of Mortal Kombat 11. And most recently, I just did a breakdown of all the different dinosaurs that Mortal Kombat has had since the, from the very beginning up until the newest one, which is uh, also, I really love the seeing the T-Rex in the new Spider-Man movie. So. Thank you, Jay, for reminding me how it all comes full circle. Um, so guys, look for me on YouTube at tabmock99. You can also find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at the same username, tabmock99. And also, if I don't get a chance to say it again later, I'd like to say it again now. Thank you so much to Jay and Joe for having me here on the Nerd Cage, where I can show off my strength of geek knowledge. Yes, <laughs> the geek knowledge flows with with that tabmock99. Again, Tabmuck's always a pleasure to have you here. We are, we are now that we're lucky to have you in the Mortal Kombat community to break everything down for us, and your 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 videos bring us joy. We're so grateful to have you here at the Nerd Cage Live community, man. And, and it's so great that we can talk not just Mortal Kombat, but the boys, Spider-Man, and uh, hopefully there'll be more, you know, panels and discussions we can have. We can't wait to have. We cannot wait to have you back. That being said, Joe. Go ahead, give your final rating and review of the movie, and of course, we got a lot of stuff to promote here. Very exciting time. Yeah, my, life. my final rating, I'm going to basically echo Tabmark99 here. I uh, I gave it a 9.5 as well. Um, I love pretty much everything about this movie. I do have a few nitpicks here and there. Um, I'm, I agree with Tabmark on the fact that, you know, heroes should always be heroes. But at the same time, I can see where um little darkness is needed every once in a while oh yeah However, you know I, this was a wild ride of a movie and you know you you owe it to yourself to see it if you haven't and give it a second watch just to see what you didn't the first time around so that being said nine and a half from me and it's an amazing film um joe plug in social media first uh Plug okay, social, social media. media. If you want to get us on Twitter or Instagram, both handles are at nerd underscore cage. Our link to our Discord is in the description. Become a member there as well. And our Facebook discussion group, that is Nerd Cage Nation. We love everything you guys put up there. No spoilers, no politics. And for God's sakes, keep it civil. All right. And last week's stream. Yes. If you have not seen it, seen it 
run over to the other videos when you're done with this and make sure to see our live stream with Brian Glenn, the original Shao Kahn. He was amazing and electrifying. <laughs> and if you want an autograph from him, go to shaonow.com. S-H-A-O now.com if you want some autographs from Brian Glenn himself. And of course, Joe, we just put out a Spider-Man video, sort of. We did the food review, our first food review of the Spider-Verse Whopper and Sunday. <laughs> yes, that was a lot of fun. And thank you for all the positive feedback, guys. Please check out that video if you haven't already. Leave a like, leave a comment. Uh, we will definitely do more food reviews for sure. Obviously, we're going to keep it nerd culture, gaming, and movie related. Joe, tomorrow. Tomorrow, we go back to Metroid Prime Remastered as we save the galaxy with Samus once again. Yes, my favorite video game wife. That's twitch.tv slash nerdcage live tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and then just bring it back to full screen with all of us real quick. Uh, the plan as of right now is we will be live Thursday. I don't have a thumbnail or nothing yet. We will be live Thursday to talk Mortal Kombat 1 gameplay. The gameplay premieres on Thursday. You bet your sweet ass at Nerdcage Live. We're going to react to it. We're going to break it down react to it. Um, so when I'm ready, I'm going to screen capture you know, the footage, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a thumbnail. So look out for that. Thursday night, 8 o'clock is the tentative plan. That's the tentative plan of right now, but we will be live Thursday on YouTube to talk Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, we won't be on Twitch yes. on Friday because Joe's got to work, but Joe, Saturday. Uh, before I talk Saturday, make sure you watch Summer Game Fest on uh, Thursday uh, because Ed Boon will be taking the stage. And not only is there gameplay of Mortal Kombat 1, but there is going to be a ton of gaming news. So you owe it to yourself if you are a fan of gaming to go over there and watch the show. Don't want to um, miss that one, guys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah talk about exciting Saturday, times, Joe. Talk about exciting times. This is the first time ever in Nerdcage Life history that, that that a new Mortal Kombat game is coming out and we get to cover it. So this is exciting times for Nerdcage Life because when we started the channel, oh, yeah. it was after Mortal Kombat 11. So we're really excited. This is our first time covering a Mortal Kombat game, uh, you know, the hype train before it comes out. Uh, so, yeah, we very much look forward to that. And, yes, Joe, uh, Saturday. Not Friday because Friday he's got to work. Saturday. Yes, Saturday we go back to playing Super Mario RPG, and it's it's very like good likelihood of being the finale stream. Yeah, we're gonna start early, guys. Uh, we're gonna start at uh, five o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Saturday, Saturday night, e Saturday night evening uh, stream. Twitch.tv/slash/NerdCageLive as we are going into the sunken pirate ship to fight uh, Jimmy. Was it Jimmy the Shark? I think his name was. Johnny, Johnny the Shark. We're going to be fighting Johnny the Shark. So be there for that. And then, Joe, in a couple of weeks, we have another spoiler talk. Yes, The Flash, which is our most anticipated spoiler discussion. Oh, yes, son. <laughs> Let's get nuts. Yes, we're going to get nuts on that stream, man. We're going to be talking everything. I cannot wait to see how this all goes down. Of course, it's going to be the last DCEU movie before James Gunn comes in to ruin everything. Uh, I cannot wait to enjoy this, the Snyderverse one last time. So, very much looking forward to this movie. And I'm also very much looking forward to seeing Ben Affleck one last time, Gal Gadot one last time, and of course the return of Michael Keaton, who was my Batman growing up. Um, even though Affleck's my favorite, but Keaton was the one I grew up with. So, very much looking forward to The Flash. We don't know who the, what the panel's gonna be, uh, but I promise you we're gonna, we're gonna have a panel. Uh, we're going to discuss everything soon. And, of course, if you haven't already, please get yourself a Nerd Cage Live t-shirt from RT. Publicly do the Miyamoto snap in three, two, one. 
Yeah, there you go. Check out all of our shirts on our design. Go to our TeePublic. Link is in the description. Very, very awesome. And we, we have more designs on the way. But for you Spider-Man fans, we do have one that's Spider-Man related here. Sorry. I got to reach across here. Uh, check out. I'm going to full screen myself real quick. Please check out this shirt here. You can get it right now. It is the, the Marvel one. Marvel. Yes, get yes. the Nerd Cage Marvel. Uh, this is our regular shirt with the strength of geek knowledge on the back. Uh, what else here? I'm sure you recognize this website at one point in your life. Uh, <laughs> we got, speaking of Mortal Kombat, we got the arcade marquee. Uh, shout out to uh, MK Havoc Attic, who got one of those shirts. Uh, also, Mortal Kombat 1 Fatality. Mortal Kombat 2 Fatality. Mortal Kombat 3 Fatality. Uh, and of course, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We, if it's too dangerous to go alone, grab this shirt. And if you need the power, wisdom, and courage to talk to a woman or a, a guy, whatever, check out this Nerd Cage Live Triforce shirt. And of course, for you Kaiju fanatics. So yeah, check out, we have more designs. Uh, appreciate everybody buying shirts. It, it helps us. And uh, yeah, be sure to get yourself a Nerd Cage Live t-shirt. Link in the description. So again, thank you very much to everybody in the chat. This was a fun discussion. And of course, our dear friend Tablo999, we cannot wait to have you back, sir. Uh, please, everybody, link in the description. Please subscribe to Tabmonk99. Follow him on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. I promise you, uh, you won't regret it. That being said, hey, thank, thank you again for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Spider yes. power. Absolutely. Yes. So we pre please ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like the Spider-Verse. So the USA from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, Florida, to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live and TabMook99. Of course, as always, enjoy life. Stay safe. Eat your vegetables. Do your push-ups unless you get bitten by a radioactive spider. And as always, good night. We'll see you tomorrow on Twitch. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs>